1: Again, it's Crew Call here on the Motor Racing Network, taking you into the garage area and talking to the folks to make these race cars go around the racetrack. Steve Post, lead pit reporter for Motor Racing Network, joined by 25-time and championship-winning crew chief, Todd Gordon. Hello, Todd. How are you? I'm great. Awesome weekend of of Kansas racing. Man, Kansas never, never disappoints on, on and off the racetrack. You know, I mean, uh, mm-hmm. but the uh, I, I did I got a little Kansas City barbecue, so I was good to go in that, and then the racing between the Arkham Menard series, the
0: trucks, the Xfinity, and the Cup series, it was all good. So the ribs that you get to eat in Victory Lane, where do they come from?
1: Oh, I forget what that is. It was not. Um, it was another another barbecue company there uh, that gives ribs in Victory Lane, and I think that's awesome. I forget. I forget the. Oh, uh, that's a newer piece because yeah. the
0: two races I won there in fourteen and fifteen, we didn't do. That. Oh man, man! Yeah, so they the, I was a little jealous. Right. They should
1: make that retroactive.
0: Yeah, I'm, they I'm a little go. jealous. Yeah, I'm a yeah. barbecue guy. So. Yeah.
1: Well, no, yeah, you and one of the first one of the first times we were on the road, I ran into you and I sat uh, cross cross Nile an and, and shot the breeze over at uh, Arthur Bryant's at the local location there, yeah. right by the racetrack. Um, but yeah, but you, it's you made it to the original. Made it to the original one. Yeah, yeah. made it to the original yeah. Arthur Bryant's on Brooklyn Avenue, which is that is the old school
0: pictures of presidents on the wall that is the place and i've got a voice in my ear says it's smoking brothers that provides the ribs for uh... smoking brothers that's okay what, so yeah. that's that, that's a place we're gonna have to put on I'm the destination gonna, yeah,
1: list. that's gonna have to be the spring of next year smoking brothers we got to go support those that support the
0: racetrack there's a bunch of little like oh mom and God. pop places sure. in that area too they're just phenomenal it's I always like the food when I get out there, but I love the racing out yeah. there. Yeah. That progressive banking. Man, that works. It, it It's it's old enough. It's started to get some fall off. We've got another one I'm coming up. Yeah. Yep. Homestead Miami Speedway. Yeah, exactly. I yeah, think, exactly. Uh, so I'm, I'm, I love the racing. I love the fact that, you know, we saw this place get up against the wall for a few races. Mm-hmm. And yep. now you got guys that are trying to figure out how to race not against the wall to be better. I, I just, I think it brings everything to it.
1: Yep. And the ironic twist that I enjoyed the most about it is the driver that is most notorious for being up against the wall passed with his left side tires down in the grass. You know, Tyler Reddick picked up the win. Um, You know, obviously it was a great green-white checker for Tyler Reddick, but the car that Billy Scott gave him for the previous 390-some miles was a good race car as well. That was a that was a great effort across the board.
0: Yeah, it was a good race car. Uh, and, and you know, kudos to twenty three eleven Racing. They've won three of the last four races at uh, at Kansas, and I guess three of the four races in the next gen era. So, uh, and then their owner won the other one. So <laughs> they got a little kind of they got a pocket on on what goes on at Kansas. Really noticed that last year. Uh, Kurt Busch first race last year really kind of separated their program from that place, and I think they built off of that as they come forward, but. Uh, I wouldn't call him the best car, I, and I think Tyler Reddick said that in this whole piece, is that uh, he didn't feel like, he felt like they were good. They were pretty good, and, and they just, but Denny Hamlin was, I thought, the best car. I thought so. Um, Kyle Larson at times looked really strong, and you love it when you see a caution with oh. six to go, because I I sat there, I was watching the TV broadcast, Letarte says, you got to take four tires here. I'm like, no. No, there's going to be guys that take two. Yeah. I know that Paul Wolf will take two. Like, yeah. we had, yeah. I turned to my wife on the couch. I said, when Steve made a comment, I said, 22 two's taking two. I know that. <laughs> you know yeah. that? Yeah, yeah. He's back at 16th. Uh, really cool to see, see Dave Ellens. Yeah. From sixth place, take the call. Thought he'd own the front row, but then you got Travis Mack being a little bit bigger uh, gambler. Yep, exactly. Yeah. I'm going to stay out from, tw- what, 21st or 22nd yeah. and ended up 18th. So... The guys that did go on the alternate strategies, they all netted out neutral to positive. Yeah. So it's, it's cool to see that. I, I think so. And I've got a couple
1: of notes. Uh, Dave uh, Ellens and, um, and, and Paul Wolf. I just... I, I you're not shocked at paul but and joey even said something in fact to chris wilner in our post race to, to to take a top 20 car and get a top five finish that's champ that's that's performance right there that's yeah. that's that's making the right moves
0: and, and honestly we look at it and and tyler reddick passes these two off of turn four right coming to the white if either one of them bump bobbles and lets the other one get gone yeah. i think it's a heck of a race back to the checkered flag yeah because the two of them, I mean, they both did what they're supposed to do. Yeah. Eric Jones and Joey Logano both. I, I knew Daniel was a sitting duck with Joey lined up behind yeah. him. And, and he was. Uh, but then they got side by side. And, yeah. the, and and you don't really understand that. But when you watch these races, when they're side drafting on each other, they're just stacking air and making drag on the other car. They're, you're not. Mm. The side draft is not about you going faster. It's, it's about, about them slower going slower. Enough. Right. And the more that they did that for that whole lap, just side by side yeah. pulling each other back, yeah. that gave Tyler Reddick this huge, huge run at him. If huge. either one of them could have gotten loose, could have broke free off a of turn two, yeah. it's a different race. It may it may still be Tyler Reddick's to win, but I think it's a it's a it's a 3 and 4 coming to the checker pass. Right. Not a 1 to go pass. 1 to go. It's yeah. a great outcome and Ended up third and fifth for those two tires.
1: Yeah, absolutely. That's uh, Joey had said that, I think, uh, when when Parker Kligerman interviewed him. He said, if we'd only cleared him coming out of two, it would have been a different story. And And the same for Eric Jones. If Eric Jones had cleared Joey coming out of two, I think it might have been. Who knows? You don't know.
0: I actually think if Eric clears Joey, there's a better chance of Eric winning Right. Joey's, Joey's a tough pass. Joey
1: is going to be <laughs> Joey Joey is going to put on his
0: Ryan Newman suit for that last lap and a half. Uh, which, admirably so, which I love about him. That's exactly right. I love right. about yeah. him. And, or or the other way. I just I think uh, I think Joey would be a tougher pass for the for for Tyler or or yep. Denny. You know, yep. honestly, if Denny gets a good restart, doesn't what? Uh Denny was just he was too worried about what the 5 was doing. He yep. felt like he was racing the 5 and he gave up the race because of yep. it. Yep. Yep. I agree with that. I just uh, it, it's you love it when you have these types of situations. Yeah, absolutely. So
1: I we we had the scenario and every once in a while this plays out talking about Kyle Larson and Cliff Daniels, okay? And I am telling you and I don't know what TV showed um when they had their problems. I don't know, but I, the it, it there is something special. Um and you know Cliff made the Cliff made the call to leave him out on tires. Yep. And that buried Kyle back in the field. And and again, Cliff on the radio, I'm sorry, this is on me. This is this is my bad, my bad call. Ironically, Chase Elliott stayed at the front of the field on the same strategy. Mm-hmm. It just, just didn't work out. But there is something about uh, a Kyle Larson with a fast race car a little bit behind where he feels he should be. And like I said, I don't know if TV showed any of it, but there were times where he'd go down into one, and it was just breathtaking watching him make moves and slide jobs and mus- muscling up to that wall. It, it just was—it was fun
0: to watch. Yeah, I don't. TV didn't cover that as well as you got yeah. to see it, and and but it methodically worked the way forward. I, it's funny because different drivers respond differently to different situations, yep. and and I think this is—I I may be way off here—but I I feel like Kyle Larson makes a ton of speed because his car is pretty free. Right. Like he, his long run speed, he can drive a loose race car. Yeah. Um, But when you put him in a tire deficit and loose, I think the air starts working on him and and puts him in a bad position. I think, I think somebody who's a little bit tighter. Yeah. can be at a tire deficit easier. Yeah. And and I I wonder if that's part of what happened to your point. I mean, Chase held on up front pretty, pretty respectively. Yeah. On the same tire strategy. He just didn't get, didn't get. Kyle made Kyle Larson made the comment that Blaney got up beside him and got him loose, and that was yeah. that was it.
1: And I think a lot of that was the dirty air because they because Cliff Cliff even might have said, when he in his apology, when you got back in dirty air, you were yeah. you were
0: along for the ride. That well, how a car needs to handle to run up front and how it needs to handle to run in dirty air different yeah. different deals. So, uh, but a good recovery for those guys. Yeah. From I mean, they were back to. Almost twentieth. Yeah, they were like seventeenth, sixteenth,
1: eighteenth, somewhere in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they they'd fallen quite That's, ways back. That run, that run from eighteenth to I think he got to sixth by the time that caution came out, maybe fifth. That was just like you are just sitting and it's and it's fun being down on Pet road, and you know you've been down there just watching the you guys are just like, man, that driver's got our back. You know, yeah, and Cliff Cliff knows that driver's got my back. Yeah, you know, and while it wasn't a win, it was a it was a playoff championship caliber recovery from from a mistake that they made um uh, denny hamlin chris Gabart, a good recovery after darlington but boy uh this is two now where they've had what looked like the race winning car that got away from them
0: yeah and in the first one obviously uh darlington won both stages they were the dominant car there Had the loose wheel, whatever it was. Then he didn't like something that was in the race car. And I trust my driver. (laughs) 50 wins later, I trust my driver. Uh, So, you know, situation there. Here, I I think, you know, really strong run. Really put the race together. Came down. They had separation. I think Chris made the right call. Put four tires on him. He's a first car out on four tires. I, I, I think he's in a good spot. Denny's focus got wrong. Yep. In my opinion, and he said it afterwards. So I'm, it too, I'm, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm just backing up. But he was too worried about racing the five car, thinking he was going to beat all the two tires, and and he was backing up to the five as the leaders were leaving, and the 45 was leaving too. And the 45 was on was on <laughs> he, Joey's bumper. He went with him. He was going. Yeah. So I mean, I just the 45 beat him because he took advantage of the restart. Yeah. Because really, if you look at the separation between where they were entering turn one, no doubt. Yeah. Uh, denny made a good drive to get back to, to where he got to uh just just needed to be up on top of that restart yeah that's the good side those are the guys that
1: had good days they're in great positions yes they are. They're, yeah, they're, they are they're what 49 points to, above the cut right, line 49 points denny Hamlin, 49 points to the good yeah. hey just just yeah. just don't right. shoot yourself in the foot on lap one yeah absolutely yeah there we go um early race problems martin truex jr uh, lap number three, a tire puncture puts him in the fence and gets him gone. Was he on your end of pit road? Mm, yes, he was. Did you see the puncture? I did not. Cause okay. they took the car. That was where they took the car to the garage. Okay. Remember yep. they had that yep. whole, James wanted them to bring it down to pit mm-hmm. road. And then they got into that whole brouhaha. There was, there was some yelling at officials down there. Which, which I'll <laughs>
0: explain Tuesday morning on, uh, on, on DMD, uh, yeah. that, that if you've got to get, you got to get pushed for flat. The way I took it, though, if you got to get pushed for flat tires, they'll push you to your box, But if you got to, or they'll hook you and carry you because of flat tires. But with suspension damage, you're going to go to the garage. Right, right. So anyhow, to, to me, the
1: Martin Truex Jr. story is not about what happened at Kansas, because you're going to and, and from all accounts, I've heard there was a puncture in the center of the tire, which would lead you to believe he ran over something and we're only three laps into a run. Yeah. Okay, that that's my hunch here. Yep. M- my challenge is lap one fifty three at Darlington, when they had a loose wheel and they had to come in, and they never really recovered there. Right. So you take a mistake at Darlington, eighteenth mm-hmm. place finish, and you compound it by a racing
0: incident, and they're seven points below the cutoff line. Going to Martin's, what I would argue is Martin's worst racetrack. If you look at his 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 yep. his performance at Bristol. It's not been. Good. He won a dirt race there in the truck, and I remember races, and that's I had to look at the data, but I remember races that when we when the top wasn't in, when they had all the PJ one on the bottom, that he was just lights out good down there in the bottom. Mm-hmm. So uh, he's had speed there, but it's going to be interesting to see how this all plays out. I mean, this could be the first time that a regular season champion doesn't make it out of the round of sixteen. I and, and when you look at it, let's let's get into that yeah, a little bit. Absolutely. But, um, you look at it. We've got. Three fairly recent champions. I mean, Martin Truex is seven points behind Kevin Harvick, right? Who's five points behind Joey Logano. Yeah, like you. You look at the group, and I feel like uh, I'll, I'll give you mine, and I'll I'll own that I'm wrong on on Monday on next yeah. week if I am. But Michael McDowell's not going to make it through. Right. Ricky Stenthouse I don't believe is making. I it don't through. think so either. I just don't going to Bristol, and I, and I think Ricky's had good runs at Bristol. But Bristol's a place that your pit crew's going to have to perform. And I just don't feel like those groups have elite pit crews. Right. That's I'm just being honest. Yeah. And I don't see them making up. I don't think Bubba makes it out of this round. Mm-hmm. The caveat I'll give to that, but in a second, I feel like the group from Ross Chastain to Martin Truex Jr. Right. So if you look at it, it's Ross, it's Chris Buescher, Christopher Bell, Joey Logano, Kevin Harvick, and Martin Truex Jr. Mm-hmm. Yep. Somebody in that is going to fumble. Right. And,
1: and man, there's only whoever, 25 points from from Martin to Ross. There's only 25 points. So yep. yeah, yeah. So it's it's really it's uh yeah it's it's 18, 18 to the good, seven back to Martin. Yeah, but exactly. But 18 off of the off from of
0: the bubble. Yes, exactly. Off of Martin. Oh, so that's right. It's okay. 18. Yeah, 18 points. Yeah. So it's 18 points there. Somebody in there is going to have a fumble, and I use a football analogy. Yeah, you know, somebody absolutely. somebody's going to going and yeah. and whoever does, mm-hmm. I think falls to that fourth exit. Right, position that spot yeah it depends on what happens they may fumble after if you have like a race like Denny had at Darlington you go win stage one and stage two you can fumble and still make it yeah, through fumble on a points perspective yeah. right so um we'll see where that goes but I feel like I feel like Bubba's opportunity to make it through this round. He has to see two of those cars have issues. have yeah, two have issues, and they have to be about flawless too. They and, have to be, yes. yeah, they have to be right on yeah. point. They got to put it. Yeah. They got to put a great race together, and right. and then see that. So yeah, two of them to of them. me. But who who do you who out of that group do you look at and say, oh, they're they're not going to make?
1: It. Yeah, that's the problem because you're the. He, this Ross field is, your, is stacked. This, this is unreal. Chris Busher won this race last year. Ross Chastain is, is certainly he was found third some, last year. Yeah, and Ross fast. has found some. Ross, that team, that team hobbled into the playoffs, and they seem to be getting. They're they're they're
0: jogging now. Yeah, you yes. know, I mean, it's they're not, figuring how to get the best finishes right, out of what right. they got. Right, they're
1: not they're not sprinting yet. Mm-hmm. But they are scratching and clawing, and 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 have got themselves at a at a jog now, and and pointed in the right direction. So we'll and, see. And really,
0: I, I think it comes from the last four, and it's hard to say because I I mean I had Christopher Bell preseason as my champion. Yeah. I just they haven't put things together since they made the pit crew swap. My story there. My my theory there.
1: My my they have exactly they make the pit crew swap, and we've had pit mistakes both races. And we talk about teams recovering from pit mistakes. They haven't been able to recover yep. fully from them. They won the pole for both races. So when I talk about recover, you got you better get up to the top three or top five. And they haven't been able to do it in both races.
0: Yeah, yeah. The recovery yeah. just doesn't seem to be there. It's just it, it, that's that's a question mark to me. I think I knowing Paul Wolf, knowing Joey Logano, <laughs> yeah. I, I just yeah. they're they're grinders. Those two are grinders. If you get And we saw it last weekend, right? Took a 16th place car and finished fifth with it. Yep, absolutely. I, I just, I mean, whatever happens, Joey's pretty good at Bristol. Yep. Kevin's, extre- extremely, Kevin's good extremely good at Bristol. Kevin's extremely good at Bristol. Uh, you know, Martin's in a tough position. I, I, Adam, Adam Stevens been to victory lane a bunch of times there. Yep, you're right about that. With Kyle. With Kyle, yeah. I just, I... I don't know where you put it here. It's going to be fun to watch. It's going to be crazy. And it'll be all the way through the end of the race. Yeah. You get to lap 400, you're still not going to know. Unless somebody has like a catastrophic Catastrophic failure and then kind of limits themselves.
1: See what happens with it. Going to be good. That's for sure. Um, let's see. I think that kind of kind of buttons up uh, what I was looking at with Kansas. It kind of sets us up as far as the playoff goes. Let's do this. Let's step away and then we'll just roll up our sleeves and talk a little bit more about Bristol and and, and uh, beyond the points, what everyone needs to do up there and uh, and go from there. So stay with us. More Crew Call in
0: just a moment.
1: welcome back it is crew call here on the motor racing network todd gordon and steve post hanging out talking a little racing action here headed off to bristol as dale jr said so infamously it's bristol baby (laughs) and uh, the night race at bristol it is going to be fun that is for sure uh looking back a year ago chris busher won this race and I don't think it was a dramatic that that's what started it, but that's where we started to see the fruits of the RFK labor that we continue to see
0: now. Yeah. Yeah. And how did he win the race? The guy that was leading the race had a tire failure, Yeah, who was that? brad Kizlas. might have yeah. been his team owner <laughs> yeah yeah brad brad brad
1: infamously that's the maddest i've ever been in victory lane in my life <laughs> yeah yeah. Yes.
0: yeah so uh and goodyear did a tire test they made it they made a, a construction change coming back to this place just because uh trying to trying to address it this is a unique creature bristol yeah. how much grip there is there it's uh it's the highest g-load one of the highest g-loaded g-loaded racetracks we'll go to when i say g-loaded how much yes. lateral load you can actually make because a car squished down with all the banking the grip and the racetrack it's just it it tears on those tires a lot here in dover two places that really? you, you know good good year really really has concern about at times but and there's so much 500 laps that is, man, tire that's... never gets a break no it no, doesn't it's four seconds to load it up four seconds down the straightaway, four seconds loaded it up it's just 16 seconds later you're Starting all over again. Starting
1: all over again, doing another lap around there. Yeah, so it is going to be interesting to see um, of the of the playoff drivers. Larson uh, was fifth last year. Byron. Has been pretty good. Um, uh, there, third place finish. We'll see. And and I would expect. And you talked about it from the from the bubble perspective. Probably from eighth on back is where we're looking at here. When you look at, I mean, Larson and Reddick are locked in, but Byron's just had good speed across the board. Denny and he's got forty one points. Denny's got forty nine points. They're probably all going to be in good shape. It's just a
0: matter of how they how they lock into that race on Saturday night. Yes. Yeah. I I I mean. I want to be Kyle Larson or Tyler Reddick. Yes. That's the guys that I want to be. I, I wanna be guaranteed through. But you look at it and Denny with forty-nine point cushion. I think uh I think Denny's I think Denny's safe. I don't think anything can happen to Denny. It's putting a forty-nine point day together for Martin Truex Jr. is an, is a huge accomplishment. And the other thing is is that it's not just that, yeah. but it's the fact that Kevin Harvick would have to put a forty two point day together. That All Joey Logano <laughs> would have to put a a, a Forty point. Day. It's, it's just a number it's, of people. Yeah, it, you would need everything, like the stars, to line up perfectly for Denny to back his way out of this at Bristol. Yes, <laughs> yeah. I, I just, I think Denny's good. I think Williams. I think Williams feels pretty good. The comfort level continues to degrade, right? Yeah. Brad, I think, is in fine. I mean, Brad can go as we saw last year. He could be a winner here. Yeah. Um, but you just want to execute your way through it. You get back to Blaney and, and Kyle Busch. Eh, we're you're you're in that no man's zone, right? Yeah. I I don't feel like I'm scared, but I I know I should be more aware than I am, right? Right. right. It's, and, and then I feel like once you get under twenty points, right. and that's why I put the line at, at Ross Chastain, because yeah. I think Heaten I think him, that's man. that depends on what happens with stages. Martin Truex goes out, qualifies top three, and and wins two stages. He's back. Yeah, he's got he's, he's got his way on the positive. He's got, his, side, so. he's
1: got his twenty points, depending yes. on what everyone else does. He's got twenty points there in the in the in the in the tally. So. it's
0: it's gonna be a moving target all night long. And and one that I mean, I I remember Ryan Blaney dominating this place That's with right. Jeremy Bullins and, and lap traffic wrecked in front of him and he got caught in it. That's right. I it just Yeah. I you you don't yeah. Anything can happen at Bristol. That's why they put it as a cutoff race. Yeah. It's spectacular. It is. It's going to be fascinating. It
1: really, truly is to see what happens with it. And the other, the other thing is, is, and you talk about it, we've got a new tire there, only going there once a year. What's, you know, it's been 12 months since we've been there.
0: Yes. I mean. And we've only got one data point on this car. Right. Absolutely. That's true. Yeah. Because with a new
1: car, yeah. With it, a different tire. It's one data point with this car with a different tire. Figure it out in 20 minutes. Mm, ah, no that's... problem at all. <laughs> <laughs> it is going to be fun. It really, truly is going to be fun to see what happens. And that will set, that will eliminate uh, four drivers from the, uh, from it. We'll get down to the round of 12. Look at Xfinity Series. We have a field set there. They're round of 12, Bristol, Texas, and the Roval, John Hunter Nemechek. Boy, I'm telling you what, the you, young man had a good week last week. Uh, yes, he getting, did. Getting named the driver up at Legacy Motor Club, and then a dominating performance at Kansas. Um, carrying momentum—if if carrying momentum matters—and everybody says momentum matters. John Hunter Undernemechek is carrying momentum and 43 points into this playoff battle. So,
0: I, I mean, they're they're in a great spot. Ben, ben Bayshore, no you doubt. know, came off of the oh. 18 car last year, back the Xfinity Series, paired yeah. up with John Hunter. Um, Ben knows how to grind out the playoffs. Yeah, he does, and, and in a great position here. It'd be be really interesting to see what what the two of them together can do. It's it's I, I do think. I mean, I feel like it's his to lose. Yeah, they I, just seem I, like I just, they're in such a good position. At last year, we had you know we had Ty Gibbs in that 54 car, and we had the Junior Motorsports cars that had a lot of momentum coming to this point just haven't seen the junior motorsports cars have that be able to match the jgr pace yeah. and uh we'll, we'll see where it plays out it, it, it all changes and all starts this weekend the piece i want to bring on the xfinity side i'll let you finish sure. that one no, then go we'll ahead. go someplace no, else no go ahead no don't what's the other thing on finish side how about parker Klingerman? yeah and scott burchetta man you know and and, and, yeah. and i got a chance i got a chance monday night to talk to scott uh on on, yeah. on late shift with on sirius and what a great story. It is a phenomenal story. He's a racer. Yeah. I mean, he's got so many things he does. Big, big machine records, big machine vodka. He's, he's into a big machine racing. Yeah. And, and they're up on the east on the RCR campus, but he wanted to be involved and own. And then a tragic wreck. I mean, I won't say tragic, but a horrible wreck. Yeah. I, he and, and I got to talk to him about it. Was, it. it was bad. I wrote uh, Atlanta. He said... Yeah, he said it was touch and go whether he'd make it or not the first 24 hours. Nope. Uh, complete brake failure into turn one. I had a driver that did that as well. You know, we go back to 2011. Yeah. Brad was up there testing at right. Road Atlanta. And that's when, I mean, his feet were, they airlifted right. him. They are, yeah, that's right. I lost him for a couple races because they weren't going to, as he, nothing broke, but his his ankles were huge right. where they've just been beat around. But um, I remember that phone call. That place is tough. Mm -hmm. And to have that, that situation, Scott was back on a box this week. Yeah, that was cool. Really cool to see him. I mean, it's just, he's got a passion for it. Right. And to talk to him, it's just, that's a, that's a feel good story. Let's see where
1: they can go. They, um, they made this announcement at Martinsville last fall. And I was just sitting in the media center doing my stuff when they came in and made the announcement. And there was just such a, um, just such a, if you give me a chance, I'll give you a chance. And if you give me, and if I give you a chance, you'll give me a chance. And here they are they yep. running for a championship, and I do love it. I think it's a, a great,
0: great story. So it's going to be fun. Infinity series is going to be fun. It, it's going to be a great race Friday night. Yeah. I did just kicking off the kicking off the beast. I actually had Parker drive Bristol for me to a top ten finish did you back really? in 2011. Yep, discount tire car. Nice. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I was a uh, uh, back when when we were in that kind of in between. I think uh, Parker actually yeah, Parker actually drove one of those races for us and. uh Got to work with him there. He's had some
1: good runs there with a the truck because he's ran that Food Country, Food Food City, Food City,
0: <laughs> Food City, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the, the food it's a Food City race. Yes, exactly. They're out of that area. They're
1: out of that deal. The Charlie Henderson's team, I think it is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. they and
0: he's 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 put that. He's given that truck some good rides. I, I look for a good weekend out fun. of out of out of Parker up here. It's a, it will be fun to watch. Yep. And the tough trucks of
1: NASCAR, we have said goodbye to the mats. Matt Crafton and um, Benedetto. D, Matt Di Benedetto are no longer with us in the playoff battles. We're down to the round of eight. There's three more races. This round fascinates me. Bristol-Talladega-Homestead. <sighs> Boy, I am telling you what, I don't even, I don't know how you handicap this thing. Because you've got, well, you've got Bristol-Talladega-Homestead. You don't really need to add any more. Yeah. You got one intermediate racetrack that is arguably the best intermediate racetrack on the planet.
0: Yep. You've got Talladega and you've got Bristol. And, and yes, totally. Yeah. Totally. I just kicking off with Bristol and you got the question mark of Talladega and then we get to go to I would say my favorite racetrack. Yeah, Homestead. I, I just yeah. I, I hate that we don't have championship weekend at mm-hmm. Homestead anymore. I know Phoenix has done a great job with it and it's a great venue for it, but I love Homestead. The only mile and a half that has a straight front straightaway. Right. And it I think that has it has it has a has that plays with it because you can pass down that front straight away. It's, uh, I love that play. Yeah. The
1: other thing I noticed in just looking at the numbers here on the truck series, okay, Xfinity series, John Hunter Nemechek, a 43-point advantage. Martin Truex Jr. came in with 36 bonus points in the mm-hmm. Cup series. Corey Heim goes into this with eight-point advantage as the leader an eight point advantage as the leader this to me this is this this truck series playoff and then you throw in those racetracks it's going to be uh fun to see what what cory and he's got scott zippidelli calling the shots there yep. boy i'm telling you what i'm going truck racing scott is scott is probably not even on my hand it's probably down to two or three fingers of guys i'm going to work with he, to, to get there he gets
0: great it. reputation in the truck series he's done a phenomenal yep. job through that he understands that he's worked with a lot of young guys and Uh, carried them through this. It'd be be great to see how this program, you know, how this program handles it and, and how Corey does. Scott will lead him. But as you said, there's no separation. There's no separation. There's no separation in this field. So it'd be fun to watch how this all plays out.
1: It'll be awesome. That is for sure. And it starts playing out this weekend. Motor Racing Network will be in Bristol. On Thursday night, we'll kick off our coverage with the Bush's Beans 150 Arkham Menard Series race. And then at 830 Eastern time, the UNOH 200 presented by Ohio Logistics will have that first round of the NASCAR Craftsman Truck Series. At that point, we'll turn it over to our friends at Performance Racing Network. They'll have Friday night's Xfinity Series race and the night race at Bristol on Saturday night. So make sure you dial up your local radio station, tune in MRN PRN wherever you're at across the board this weekend. Give a chance here to remind you that we have weekly shows here as well on our digital platform and on our YouTube page, NASCAR Live, the Tuesday night tradition, NASCAR Live wide open because Mike Bagley can't get it into one hour on Tuesday night, so he adds more for a Thursday drop. NASCAR Coast to Coast talking about the roots of racing, Wing Nation talking about sprint cars, and, of course, NASCAR Crew Call. And if you like what we're doing here on MRN, like and share, like and share, like and share and
0: review, that's what we're looking for. So. Off to Bristol, Todd. See what we got. Yeah, it's going to be a phenomenal week of racing with uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Saturday night racing. One of the few that we get, but uh, great tune in. Great tune in, that's for sure. Good, good stuff. He's Todd
1: Gordon. I'm Steve Post, and we thank you for joining us this time on MRN's Crew Call.